dozen roses, glass of wine, slippers and PJs, feeling fine. Advice is nice. It's advice by the fireplace. With Dan, Lila, Karen. CJLO. 1690 AM. Welcome back to another episode of, yeah, Advice by the Fireplace. With me, your host, Dan Lila. Hi, hope you're doing well. This Wednesday afternoon... In beautiful Montreal, Quebec, Canada. The days are getting longer. We're surviving the cold. Together. This is the show where we answer advice questions. Sent in by our listeners. Mm, Basically. I invite a guest. A very funny person today. To come on to the show and answer these questions with me. Share a laugh. Share some personal stories. And maybe grow closer as friends and as people. Which I hope you and I are. Friends, that is. If you're listening, I consider you a friend. And between friends, I don't like that hair. Fearless feedback between friends. Bangs are not your look. But you tried it, and that's what matters. Family matters. Um, (laughs) It's not the theme. I just sang something else. It's fun to sing. Let's get some business out of the way up top. Business in the front. Party in the back. I would like to thank our guests from last week, not only Sruti Islam, for being incredible, and I hope you listen to the Weird Era podcast, but also, more imminently, I would like to tell you about the show that the wonderful band, Matt Enos and the Rivermen, are having tomorrow, if you're listening to this live. If you're listening to this in the future, you missed your chance. There's always Spotify and stuff, all that, excuse me, but there's a show, a fantastic show happening at Pitsy Campus tomorrow, Thursday, January 19th at 9 p.m., doors open at 8, get there early. Matt Enos and the Rivermen are going to be playing some blues music, some rock and roll, and they rock and they roll, so listen to them go to that show support artists making their art and that's it that's all the business oh one more thing um the deal's off don't do business with a shark you get bit and then i put my hand out for a handshake oop 
over my ear as if to say too slow. <sighs> Hope you're doing well this week. I'll tell you, I've been I'll, I'll tell you what I've been thinking about. It's been it's a little wild, okay? It's a bit out there. It's a bit spacey, but just indulge me for a moment if you would, if you will. I have a question for you. If you knew that starting tomorrow, whenever you woke up, you'd be Groundhog Dayed for a year, what would you do today? I don't mean with your actual day, <clears throat> excuse me, the titular Groundhog Day, because you could do so many different things. You could do 365 different things. Who knows? Whatever you feel like when you wake up. I'm asking you, if you knew you'd repeat tomorrow over and over again, how would you prepare for that day today? What's your first move on the chessboard of life? Do you call in sick for work? Cancel that business lunch? Sorry, Grandma. You're going to have to play Go Fish all alone tomorrow. Go, go fish yourself. Sorry. Do you play it smart, responsible, or do, do you indulge? Maybe you call up a sweetie, hmm? A flame. Hey, let's have a sleepover. That way you, you get to wake up next to someone beautiful. <clears throat> Good choice. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. You think it's a good choice, right? Hmm, sounds nice, but oh no. The car alarm outside. You're at her house. Haven't factored that in. The street is bustling this morning. The fish market's open early this morning. Hey, fish here, fish. Get your fish, hey. I'll take a fish. All right, coming right up. Ooh. Splat right in your face. Fish comes in through the open window onto your mouth. Good morning. <laughs> Didn't factor that in. I got to wake up to this. 360 more of these wake-ups to go. I know there's more in a year. <laughs> Bad choice, you know? Maybe you can rent a fancy hotel room, huh? Room service? Broom service? Somebody sweep that up. What's all the sawdust doing here? You know what I mean? I don't get it. Maybe, hey, you know what? Go a step further. Maybe you find a, you pack your bags that night. You take a 7 p.m. flight. You land. You check into a hotel late. Quick sleep. Boom. Wake up every morning on the beach, right? Nice beach morning for a year. Sounds good. Except the fish are at it again. Oh, God. Fish here. I'm a fish. We're all fish here. Swimming around. Yeah, that's right. They're yelling. The fish are loud. You ever slept on a beach? They just yell in the morning. They start every morning yelling. And then when people finally get to the beach, ah, ba -ba -ba -ba, then they're quiet. Bet you didn't know that. Well, now you're stuck there. My point is, and unbelievably there is a point. Maybe... Maybe my point is, it's important to set yourself up for success. Maybe sometimes the rehearsal is more important than the show. Hmm? 
maybe Tim the Toolman Taylor was right when he said, Oh? And then he said, Measure twice, cut once. By the way, I was cut once, stabbed by a little kid. Yeah, I was making fun of his hat. <clears throat> I said, hey, you you little stranger things dweeb, you come over here. I said, I said, I said, you come over here, let me smack that hat off your head. He got the last laugh, though. Switchblade, <clears throat> right in the gut. Ouch. Bunch of candy fell out. The other children gathered around. Maybe I dreamed that. I think I passed out, but the lifeguard took care of me. It was a swimming pool. I said, you going to swim in that hat, you loser? Hey, walk over to me. Let me knock it off of your head. That was rude. Anyway, let's get back to it. What would I do, you ask? Hmm. What would I do if I knew tomorrow was Groundhog Day? Well, do I buy a, <laughs> I buy a rocket launcher? No. What do I uh, rent a car? Head to the casino? Uh-uh. Personally? Me? Who, me? I'd just stay home. I'd do some groceries. Have some food in the house. Stop at the liquor store. Get some licks in the house. I'd go to the ATM. Have some cash in my wallet. What's in your wallet? Cash. Now. I'd be sure my phone was charged. My cats were well fed. And I would see what the day gave me. Hmm. Sounds like just any other May or morning. May or. Sounds like any Mary. <laughs> Mary. Ooh. No, I bet you're thinking, that doesn't sound very exciting. That could be. That could be every day of your life. <laughs> You're setting up for a Groundhog Day? That sounds like a typical Tuesday to me. Hmm. Well, maybe that's the point. Maybe we should be living as though tomorrow starts every day. What? You know what I mean. Tomorrow will be repeated. We should live as if it starts tomorrow, that every day is the same. That's better. Because you know what I'd do? I'd make sure my loved ones knew I loved them. I'd make sure my life was ready for whatever adventures come my way. Hey! Just like real life. I would do all those things. You know what? I would wake up, live my day, go to sleep. I'd expect it to start over again. You know what? Maybe it doesn't. Uh-oh. I was wrong. I'm just going to continue my life. Guess what? I already have food in the fridge. I already have money in the ATM. I mean, from the ATM in my wallet. My phone's charged. My family knows I love them. It's almost as if I am living every day like it's Groundhog Day. Hmm. <laughs> Pretty deep. <laughs> or not. My point is, and I've said my point is a few times without making a point. But my point is, take care of yourself. 
set yourself up for success. You never know when someone's going to say, hey, can I come over tonight? Hot stuff. Oops. My laundry wasn't done. <laughs> hey, uh, friend, I, 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 I'm stuck at the airport. Can you pick me up? Oops. My car's dirty. No, no, no. I was preparing for my Groundhog Day tomorrow. So my car's clean. My laundry's done. And I'll be with you in just a second. Here at CJLO 1690 AM in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. North America. One of the top two Americas. Number one, the band. Number two, it's a tie between North and South America. Number three, Ferreira. She's okay. Jane, the virgin, with her traveling pants. Traveling pants? Not for Jane, the virgin. Hey, those pants stayed on, you know? <laughs> okay, let's go to a guest. Let's call him. So we're going to call him. I'm going to go to a break. We're going to hear an ad, a show for another wonderful show. I mean, yeah, an ad for a show here at CJL Show. And we're going to bring our special guest on in just a second. I'm so excited to talk to him. He's a friend. Oops. I hit the mic because I'm so excited. He's a friend. He's a pal. We're going to hear him in just a second. Let's go to a break. We'll be right back with a little bit more CJLO 1690 advice by the fireplace right after this. Need some new hip-hop or R&B to add to your library? Tune in to Purple Hour every other Friday at 9 a.m. right here on CJLO 1690 a.m. in Montreal. My name is Megan Dams and I host Purple Hour and I started the show because I grew up in Toronto and wanted to bring more of the hip-hop and R&B that I've grown up on to the Montreal scene. So you'll be sure to hear lots of independent Canadian talent as well as bigger name artists from both Canada and all over the world. I make sure every episode to search high and low to find the best beats and the most exciting and talented artists to tell you guys about. So it's always a fantastic show. Once again, tune into Purple Hour every other Friday at 9am right here on CJLO 1690am in Montreal. Salut, this is Luke. And this is Troy from Planet Eater. And you're listening to CJLO 1690 AM in Montreal. Have you just arrived in NDG? Do you want to learn French? Are you looking for a job? Would you like to get to know your neighbors better? Since 2012, Bienvenue at NDG has been welcoming people newly settled in the neighborhood by offering support to orient themselves, integrate, and feel at home. Supported by the NDG community, Bienvenue à NDG is a non-profit organization whose mission is to facilitate the integration of immigrant persons into the community life of Notre-Dame-de-Grâce as well as into the host society and to promote intercultural relations. Our services are free and we can serve you in more than 20 languages. Join our community. Feel free to visit our website bienvenueNDG.ca and make an appointment with our integration counselors in partnership with the Government of Quebec. CJLO 1690. We're back. With advice by the fireplace. But I'm not alone. <laughs> no, no, no. I have a very special guest on the line. Comedian. Writer. Actor. Comic. Not that one. Both comics. Wonderful man. Please welcome to the show the one, the only, Mr. Steve Patrick Adams. 
Hello, Steve. Hello, Daniel. Oh, thank you so much. So kind. Uh, great to be here. Great to, to hear your sweet, sensitive voice and that warm, crackling fire. Mm. You, you can hear it? I'm glad you can hear it. Yeah. I'm right uh, by the fire, so I'm sweating, but I want you to hear those cracks. Mm. Each crack fills my heart with, uh, <laughs> well, not joy, but you know, something a little less than joy. Yeah. And not warmth, because you're not feeling it, but metaphorical warmth. I'm pretty close to a light bulb right now. Oh. You know, yeah, it's not LED, so uh, it, it is warming. It's keeping me warm. What do you just, what do you, stepped on a ladder? What are you, reaching the ceiling? Why are you so close to a light bulb? <laughs> oh, that's where I work. I work from uh, the top of a ladder. You don't do that? <laughs> no. No, I lie on the floor like everyone else. <laughs> I guess we're uh, on the opposite end of the work spectrum. And this is why I'm glad you're on the show. A new perspective. Steve, talk, talk to me. How you been? How you doing? Anything new and exciting going on in this bleak January? <laughs> well, I tried to go skating today on a, on a, you know, an outdoor lake. Ah, tried. On... <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> well, I walked there with my skates, and uh, there was nobody on the on the pond. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just be the brave first one to get out there. And uh, then I saw the signs that said thin ice. <laughs> thin ice. Don't ever do this. Yeah. Uh, well, thin ice, Mister. <laughs> you got a few minutes, right? You got a few minutes of skating in. Yep, yeah, and then uh, you know I. Uh, I had to dove for the shore, you know, because uh, when you're on thin ice, <laughs> you got to dive. Of course, the second you saw that sign. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad you're... And then you did, of course, fall through, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, it's only two feet, which is... Uh, uh, which you got to love about these, uh, you know, man-made ponds. We're not, we're not digging seven feet, not eight feet. No, we're talking two to three feet. Yeah. So your <clears throat> your knees got freezing cold, but otherwise you were fine. Oh yeah, and uh, I learned a little something. What? What's that? What'd you learn? Um, you know, just to to live your best life, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I, I I didn't learn anything. Hey, better late than never to learn something like that. You know what I mean? It took this long, but you finally got it. Yeah. Feel like uh, enlightenment tomorrow. I'm due. What? Let me ask. Are you? Do you prefer in terms of winter sports? Are you a skater? Are you a skier? A snowboarder? What's your style? Uh, I skate, and I do that because that's what I know how to do. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm not very brave. I don't want to venture outside my my, my known uh, skills. It's too late for that. Well, enlightenment tomorrow, maybe uh, we'll see. I'll I'll tell you, I was a skier as a boy, and now I've developed since then a I don't want to say crippling, but near crippling fear of heights, and the idea of getting on that chairlift like I used to when I was twelve. I can't believe I did that. I can't imagine a world where I'm gonna willingly dangle. Oh, it's terrible. How do people do that? So, wait, did this fear of, of heights 
the conference game where you like no. up high on the mountain? No, okay. never. Oh, it didn't even. I would. I wouldn't even pull the bar down, Steve. I would dangle. I'd get out. I'd stand up, <laughs> literally, on the chair, and I'd say, "You know what, God? I dare you. Make me trip." <laughs> and I never did. But now that I'm older, I walk across a a slight bridge and I get scared. So I think I'm never going to ski ever again. That's heartbreaking. Did you have an incident with the CN Tower or something like uh, no, was there a triggering moment or is this just a life uh, slowly weakening you? I, th- <laughs> I think, unfortunately, it's option B. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but it's there and it ain't going away. Uh, I'm really sorry to hear that. Um, if you want, uh, I mean, I could could go on my comfort zone. Was and that a yawn? I'm sorry to interrupt. Did you just yawn? No, no, I, I spoke eloquently. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were powering through. Maybe a hiccup, maybe a yawn. I didn't mean to call you out on it, but I love it. I love it. Please. No, I just felt a little extra inspiration in my voice, and I, I choked on it a little bit. <laughs> Well, uh, well, you know what? I, I won't call you out again. Um, <laughs> Steve, let me get to the point here. Let me ask you, before we get into this, one more question. How do you feel about giving advice? Do you find yourself giving advice a lot in life? Uh, you know, I, I do try to give it out. Uh, no one listens. Mm. Uh, and I can tell their eyes just kind of float in the back of their brains, and I just see the, the white part. Uh, that's how I know they're not listening. But right. Uh, I do feel like I have something to offer people from the wisdom. Do you find yourself wishing people would come to you with advice? You hear an issue that someone's having, you say, God, if they only asked me about it, I, I would come through with the answer. But people don't come to you enough? You know, I feel like uh, it only happens maybe one out of ten of the time. But that mm. one out of ten, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm jonesing for someone to... Uh, lay their very specific problem on me that I recently solved myself. Well, call me uh, Bob Dylan because lay, lady, lay. I'm I got problems for you, and we're gonna lay them on you. Um, was that a good segue to the advice questions? I think so. <laughs> it seemed pretty smooth on the, on my end, but uh, I'm laying down. <laughs> You're not on the ladder anymore. That's good. No, no, I got off. You're too hot. Too hot up there next to the light bulb. <laughs> yeah. Burned, burned my fingers. Well, I, I hear, I have three questions sent in by our listeners. Uh, they need my advice. They need your advice. They need our help. Are you ready to give them your help? I am very ready to give. Please, please give me the question. Okay. Please. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will. Um, we're, we're going to start strong here. You mentioned, uh, this ties back into something you said a little earlier. So I'm excited. It's, uh, it's fate that we have you here. This first letter is coming in from Luan Paella all the way from name. Toronto, Ontario. What was that? Good name. Great name. Great name. Spicy. Uh, and Luan from Toronto, Ontario says this <clears throat> kind of, it's interesting. The parallels here, here, she says this. <clears throat> My partner and I, excuse me, dear advice by the fireplace. My partner and I have been together for six months, but something is eating away at me. On our first date, I lied about loving the CN Towers edge walk to seem adventurous. Then, as a Christmas gift, 
he bought us Edgewalk tickets for the spring. It was adorable how excited he was, and I played along. In truth, I'm terrified of heights, and I wouldn't try that horror if someone paid me. I'm worried that the truth will break us up. Please help. Love, Luann Paella from Toronto, Ontario. Wow, kismet, wow. kismet. That's crazy. That's everything we talked about before the question came up. And I didn't even, I know I brought up being scared of heights. I didn't bring it up for that reason. You brought up skating. I thought of skiing. This is just, this is natural. Yeah, and height, of course, CN Tower. That's just exactly. you, first thing you, and second thing that comes to my brain. Exactly. The C and then the N. So what, what, what do you think here? Luann, how, how can we help her? Well, I think the only way that we can help Luann is by getting her to help herself. That's... And let me lay it out in a step-by-step process. Yeah. One, um, you're not going to get over your fear anytime soon. Mm. And uh, honestly, uh, I'm going to go uh, straight from my own heart and tell you, even though I'm only a little bit afraid of heights, I would never go out on the CN Tower walk. I'd rather die. Right. Yes. I'm falling from the CN Tower, actually. <laughs> You'd rather be hurled off of it than walk around it. Just throw me off. I don't want to dangle. Just. <laughs> Completely agree. 100%. Yep. It's the dangling. And, well, you know, you're six months deep. I, I understand, like, uh, you know, I, I've lied on a first date, too. Not about anything important. Mm. More about things like liking yogurt. Uh, and right. you know what? I did grow to love yogurt, so I never had to... Uh... <laughs> Over the course of this relationship, you learned to love yogurt? Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I wasn't really trying it. Okay. Um, this is not going to be, that's not relevant for, for her situation because, uh, mm. yeah, she, she's going to be scared. I think this sounds relevant for this. everyone's situation. I want you to go into this yogurt story, but if, <laughs> if we don't have time, we don't have time. <laughs> well, I, uh, you know, I think... You know how your taste buds change over time, and uh, absolutely. I have this theory when you're when you're kissing someone. Uh, every time you you kiss them deeply, uh, you like one more thing they like. <laughs> okay, <laughs> never heard that before. I read it in a science book once. Mm. Um, I forget the name. <laughs> yeah. You were kissing the pages because uh, yeah. <laughs> you wanted to I smooch the scientist. <laughs> it actually has little lips in each stage. Uh, they encourage it. Wow. Okay. Oh, so can I ask? The, yeah. Are you you were against all yogurt, or, or not against? But you didn't want your you you didn't have a good view. Did you start slow with fruit yogurt? Was this a savory sort of tzatziki thing? What eased you into it? It was the yogurt that you could drink because I figured oh. you know, if you can drink it, how bad could it be? I see. I see. Like a child would. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> I am a child at heart. And, of course. Um, but your gut flora is excellent now. Yeah, absolutely. My biome? Oh, out of this world. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get back oh, to Luann here. Let's get back to the, yeah, Luann. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, Luann, you got to nip this in the bud. Mm. Go to see your boyfriend. Break up with him immediately. Oh. That way he doesn't have an opportunity to ask you, What's the deal with not liking Seaton Tower? He'll never find out. That's true. That's true. If you break things off right now, uh, you blame it on, you know, 
something, your religion or something. I don't know. Pull something out of thin air. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I got to ask, like, what's worse? Uh, the shame of confessing or or a little bit of heartbreak? Oh, oh, that thing that everyone goes through, you can't handle it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm going through it right now. Oh. Not, not in terms of relationships. Oh, good. Uh... I dropped something from my pocket the other day. Okay, I don't want to talk. (laughs) I know, this is hard for you to... We almost couldn't get this conversation because you were reeling from this pocket situation, but I'm glad I got you on the phone. Uh, Let me... My favorite pair of dice. There, it's out out, out there in the open. Okay. Oh, God. Um, I don't know if I can move on, but I'll try. Here's the thing, if I'm honest, okay? And I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't think this is... I mean, there's option one, break up with this guy before you can confess. I'm going to throw out option two, confess, and I'm not sure he's going to break up with you, okay? The truth will break us up. I think this might get some laughs. I think this might get uh, ter- be turned into a funny story down the line. What do you think? Uh, I think there is some truth to that truth to that but you know if the cm tower has a ruthless refund policy oh god i think we're in a little bit of trouble i i mean you know relationships shouldn't be about finances no but but they are maybe it is they are 100 <laughs> percent. yeah everybody knows that it shouldn't be but that's how it is money money runs the world money runs your heart yeah 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 so uh in that case here's the thing also i'm worried that if you confess, oh, 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 that's okay, you know, sweet, I, uh, all is forgiven. But now that I know you're afraid of heights, I'm even more excited to take you. That's your punishment. You know what I mean? You lied to me. Now you oh. definitely have to go on that walk, huh? Yeah, that gives more credence to what I said. Exactly. Exactly. Now I'm now I'm rethinking my whole honesty stance. Yeah. <sighs> now I can't help but wonder why she lied in the first place like is there a deep-seated insecurity about uh, the scene tower and its profound beauty you know i think it's one of the, hey look everyone on tinder everyone on bumble they're on their uh, rock yeah. climbing they're uh, you know they're on a beach uh, they're in a canoe everyone's an adventurer so this i'm sure luann was feeling a little insecure this guy was telling stories about uh, cli- conquering mountain falls and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. And she probably was looking out the window in a usual suspect style way and saw the CN Tower and said, well, I love that thing. And then that's how the lie was born. Yeah, lies are always born from the nugget of truth, aren't they? I thought you were going to say, all lies are from Kaiser Soze style, looking at stuff in the room and <laughs> using the words to form a story. That's, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's finish this up. I mean, uh, I, I say you got you got a lot of options here, Luanne. Any final words for her, Steve? Yeah, here we go. Okay, this is you're talking to your, to your, to your boyfriend. Uh, Luann, and uh, I want you to be blunt. Mm. Um, Dear boyfriend, dearest, look, it's not you. It's the CN Tower. And it's you. And that's when you run away screaming. (laughs) 
And you call the police. He'll never talk you, to you again. You call the police. Wait, he calls the police on you? Or you start screaming, you call the police. You say, police, yeah. I'm screaming. Yeah, exactly. You want to sort of, sort of indicate you're setting him up for a, a crime. I see. <laughs> I see. So it's a preventive. You call the police, you say, you better get down here. I don't know what I'm about to do. And then you Back look to him and you say, did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm doing here? I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Untrustworthy. Uh, you're, you're out of the picture. Yeah. Luann, I think we got it. I think there's your answer. Uh, good luck. I hope you don't have to do that edge walk. My God. Yeah, that's the worst case scenario. Truly. I mean, boy, I'd rather do so many things than that thing. Okay, let's move on. I just got a shut. I just pictured myself up there and I <laughs> shivered. I did, in fear. I did too. <laughs> that was a real dark moment on the show. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. Okay, we got a new letter here. <clears throat> this letter is coming in from Sid Pigman, uh, all the way from Trash Talk Falls, Illinois. So, have you ever been there? Is that a, um, I've been to um, S Talk. Illinois. That's uh, oh, answer the bad word. Yes. Uh, yeah. I've never oh never been there. I wouldn't dare. Great, great waterfall. Oh well, maybe I'll check it out. Um, he, Sid Pigman, says this. <clears throat> you ready to hear this letter? Oh, I'm ready. Dear advice by the fireplace, we live across the street from a married couple, man and woman, who have a 16 month old girl. Every time they get her out of the car, no matter what the weather is, they have nothing on her head. Even when the temperature was in the teens, and another time when it was pouring rain, there was nothing on her head. I'm 60. I helped raise three daughters and always covered their heads with some sort of toboggan hat, hood, or rain gear when appropriate. The couple's defense, I'm sure, would be that they're just going from the car and up about 20 steps to the house but still i think it's ridiculous i'm not sure if i should say something to them or not should i love sid pigman from trash talk falls illinois hmm. wow sid okay Sidson. initial thoughts well i mean as a i'm sorry to blow up your spot here to interrupt you are a <coughs> father yeah, and I did have a daughter, mm-hmm. and I did occasionally take her in her car seat, out of the car, mm-hmm. and into our dwelling, mm-hmm. stairs first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, may- maybe there were some uh, stairs. it was raining every single time. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah, we got really unlucky with the weather. Right. Um, even when it was snowing, it was kind of raining. Mm. You know it's like that? Yeah. She's not just one of those sad children that always has a rain cloud over her head is there oh yeah with like supernatural uh, abilities yeah yeah a bit like that oh no oh (laughs) no i see what you mean uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah like one of those commercials character like a cartoon character or some allergy commercial where someone's living with a rain cloud and then they take a pill and then the cloud disappears yeah, I was thinking more of like an art house film where it's raining blood or something. Mm. 
That's spooky. Spooky stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, did um, she? Can I ask? In this scenario, mm-hmm. did she have your little daughter? Did she have a head covering? I'm gonna say I would have found a way mm. to prevent her head from getting wet. Yeah. Any by any means necessary. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you take them out of the car seat. Maybe I would have taken her out of the car seat and uh, sheltered her, but uh, probably not successfully. But you know, I would I would have tried. Right, under your jacket, maybe. Yeah, you you take a little make a little tent under your jacket. It doesn't quite cover the head, but uh, you know, uh, whoever's watching. They, they know you're putting in a capital E effort. <laughs> exactly. Any nosy neighbors like Sid might uh, have nothing to say. There's always a Sid across the street. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Oh, always. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> Ever. <laughs> um, should, uh, Sid asks, I'm not sure if I should say something to them or not. Should I? What do you think? Should Sid? I don't think Sid should. Mm. I'll tell you why. Tell me. I I can't wait. I'm crossing my legs, and I'm ready to listen. If there's one thing that people don't like, it's advice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. You know, uh, when they're not asking for it. Mm. Unsolicited, of course. Yeah, and often, you know, radio advice. <laughs> you know those kind of shows. Absolutely. You know I do. Yeah. Well, I, I, you, you, go, you ask them to, if they could cover their baby's head, and I just think uh, you make them feel bad. They probably yell at you. They probably hit you maybe with the, not with the baby. They're going to say with the least, car, but sure, may, who knows how angry they'll yeah. get. I can see the, the, the wife uh, taking the baby out of the seat and the husband taking the car seat and, uh, you know, giving, a, giving Sid a good swack. Yeah. <laughs> and ultimately, the baby is going to be fine and might be a better swimmer for it. Mm. <laughs> I see. So this is heavy rain, was what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. Well... Yes, I completely agree with you, Steve. I think um, this these parents are only going to be on the defensive, no matter how sweet you approach them, which I assume you're not going to be sweet, not to, <laughs> but just I'm from the tone of this letter, <laughs> I assume you're going to do it a little aggressively, and I don't know how people can be open and receptive to that in that context. Maybe you're right. Maybe the ki- maybe the kid should have had a hat that time you saw her. But yeah. these parents are I, doing their it best. Is, it is probably taking like one or two examples and thinking that's that's what happens every single time. Yeah. No matter what the weather is, they have nothing on her head. Well, I bet it's sunny a lot. You know what I mean? Not that sunny, but a little bit windy. Perfect no hat weather. What does Sid have to say for himself then? I think... Sid has nothing to say. He's too busy eyeing up the neighbors. Exactly. Probably staring into a window or two if you catch my meaning. Yeah, I think he's been standing, watering the same bit of cement for far too long. 
Oh, yeah. I tell you, it's not going to grow anytime soon, Sid. Uh, Sid, no one, uh, you're not keeping people away from your house. Nobody wants to be in front of your house anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we do love you, and thank you for listening, of course. Um, yeah, thank you so much. For the, I really, we really appreciate it. Um, and yeah. I, I think you're a sweetheart. Yeah. If I could side with you for one second, maybe keep keep keeping tabs. Keep an eye out. If it's an especially cold day, the baby still doesn't have a hat. Right back to me. Is yeah, that a good if, compromise? I think if the baby has more than two inches of snow on its head, I do feel <laughs> like you then have brown for a legitimate complaint. Absolutely. Obviously, yeah, there's uh, an incredible amount of neglect going on there. Yeah. When you see a like a pile of snow <laughs> on this baby's head. Yeah. And and this baby is blue and shivering, like again, like a cartoon. The yeah. teeth are chattering and it's very loud. You go out you there. You build and, a snowman on that baby's head. If yes, uh, let's, let's step in a little chat. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay, look, we're running out of time here. I have one more letter. I don't want to keep you too long. I know you got uh, tons more work to do up on that ladder, but I got one more oh, question yeah. here. Are you ready for one last question? Lay it on me. Let's let's do it. Okay, this is a doozy. This is, I'm very excited. Uh, this one's coming in from Kamantha Sour Patch, all the way from Dunstan, Ohio. And Kamantha says this. Dear Advice by the Fireplace, I'm almost seven months pregnant with our first child, a little girl. We've been fighting with my husband, excuse me, I've been fighting with my husband because he doesn't like the name I've picked out. I want to name her Tinderly. T-I-N-D-E-R-L-I-E, I I mean L-E-I-G-H, sorry, because we met on Tinder a little over a year ago. The site helped me find my true love, and I think the name is perfect. My husband thinks it's embarrassing and doesn't want people to know we met there. How can I convince him how special this name is to me? Love, Kamantha Sour Patch from Dunstan, Ohio. Wow, so that name again, Tinderly, T-I-N-D-E-R-L-E-I-G-H. What do we think? Uh, It's fascinating. One, I think, is a little suspicious that there's multiple of you, as in we, uh, against uh, your husband. Uh, I wonder who this other person is. (laughs) Um, The wording is a bit bizarre. I'm almost seven months pregnant with our first child. I've been fighting mm-hmm. with my husband. He doesn't like the name I've picked out. Maybe it was just some of my bad reading, but... Uh, oh, oh, big mistake on my part. I'm so sorry. No, you're right to criticize me, Steve. <laughs> my husband thinks it's embarrassing and doesn't want people to know we met there. How can I convince him how special this name is to me? You know what? A lot of, I, I think a lot of uh, your listeners are going to be thinking... Tinderly, it's a little too of the times. Mm. And I, I want you to think about it this way. Think about Tinderly as in Tinderbox. Okay. What, what's it, and now what's a Tinderbox? But, but is that a rhetorical question? No, I'm asking you. I kind of forget right now. Uh, I would assume it's a small box that you keep mm. bits of wood in? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that is in it. I'm going to look it up right now. 
tinderbox definition um and it's a thing that is readily ignited okay so that's i was wrong (laughs) good to know good to know well let's think is this is this something we want to represent uh your daughter Mm. uh and i think absolutely someone you can really light up and burst into flames Beautiful imagery. You're painting a picture. This is yeah, absolutely. Now think of flames, not literal flames. Yeah, uh, but excitement, of joy, of splendor, of being bestowed upon a village. Like you're, you're, she's literally burning up a village and all its citizens alive. Yeah, you're, um, you're the foundation of civilization. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Thank you. Uh, Thank that, you. But maybe I'll maybe. Uh, you should, if you have a child, Daniel, you should use that name, um, foundationally. Foundationally, I see. Not Tinderbox, because <laughs> Tinderbox is also. I kind of like that too. Yeah, Tinderbox. Yeah, it's got uh, sounds uh, tough, but uh, and explosive. You know, I, I'm gonna say um, advice for convincing the father. Though, I, and I think we go with Tinderbox. Tinderly <laughs> is just short for Tinderbox. <laughs> How about Tinder and then air air quote box Lee uh, Sour Patch? Sour Patch. No, there. I mean, you know, that really works with the last name. It it, it really grew on me at first. I I was a bit mortified. You know, I don't like technology. I don't have a phone. I don't know what people are talking about when they say things like uh, text message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Leave me a voicemail, huh? Uh, what? Call me on the phone I can take outside my home. Huh? <laughs> it's confusing to me. I know. It's really getting to be too much. Well, here's but the thing. Th- oh, please, please. Can, yeah. Can your box? Um, this could really work. Uh, one foot in the past, one foot in the present. Mm. I like that. And then uh, the middle of you. AKA your crotch in the present. I mean, future. Okay, forget it. <laughs> I was trying to, I <laughs> thought of some image. Um, I wanted to say, you know, it's interesting to think about Tinder. You're absolutely right. It's of the time. Who knows if the dating app will be here in five years, 10 years? What if I named my kid Vine because I met their mother on Vine? Nobody knows that Vine isn't a thing anymore. People would just think uh, it's named after tomatoes. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I really love a good grapevine, uh, weirdo. That's I. You know, I've heard that about. I heard that about you. Um, <laughs> but it's, so it's true. I, I'm trying to say, I think Tinderly might not be associated. I would tell the hus- I would tell the wife to tell the husband this. Mm. Tinderly might not be associated to Tinder for everybody else in the future, but it might always be for her. And maybe that's all you need. And I just oh. dro- I just dropped my mic. That's kind of beautiful. I'm almost speechless. You know, uh, <laughs> Thank you. We Thank have you. to we have to think about what the name's going to mean to other people, to people on on the telephone, to people in the media, on on television. Yeah, in print, on in the newspaper. In the newspaper, uh, you know, local newspaper stand. But really, isn't what's most important? 
what it means to you. Wow. Let me just wipe my eyes here. The tears. Can I borrow your tissue? <laughs> yes, yes. I'll be over in 45 minutes. I'll wait. Um, Steve, I don't know what else there is to say. I think, first off, I mazel tov to you and your new baby, uh, Kamantha. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, also, hey, look, maybe replace Tinderly with any other name. And if your partner doesn't like it, maybe you got to figure out a new name. You know what I mean? There's a lot of names out there. Figure out one you both like. There is always that. Sure, there's Ashley. <laughs> hey, that's really good. Thanks. I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I named it after this uh, app I've been trying to think come up with called uh, Ash. It's when someone dies and uh, you need to cremate them fast. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've heard this. I've heard about this app. Yeah, it's a subscription service. Uh, so you better hope that more than one person dies in the year, <laughs> or else it's a big waste of money. Yeah. Well, Kamantha, I mean, there it is. Switch out tenderly for Ashley, uh, and and have a great birth. Is that a weird thing to say? Have a good birth. You can say that. Okay, good. I and like it. Steve, have a good birth. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Thank you, Look, Steve. I gotta let you go. I'm so sorry. We gotta end this show in a few minutes. This was. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what. We're in episode 47 or something. It's a it's a shame it's taken you, you me this long to be on the same episode. You know what I'm yeah. trying to say. I love you. I All think right. you're one of the funniest people in Montreal. Tell the audience listening, online, in person, where can people find you and your comedy? Uh, you can see me on on Twitter at at Steve P Adams or on Instagram at at Speed P Adams. Uh, and uh, I'll be sure to, to get back on those platforms <laughs> doing my thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I know you're big on technology, like you said. You're on TikTok every day. Yeah. You post three talks a day, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So many, so many talks. <sighs> um, Steve, thank you so much for being here. I can't tell you. Hopefully, in the future, we'll have people in the actual studio so you can oh. come back. You will bring a will bring a number two guest in. We'll have a party in the studio. I can't wait. Uh, have me back anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing this, man. I I hope to see you real soon in real life. How about how about next week? <laughs> Let's do it. I'll call you. Uh, I got more questions. You know what? Let's do the same questions. Yeah, can, I'd love to just repeat yeah. this. We'll have a week to think about it. Uh, look, we could have done better on it. Honestly, let's be honest. We'll, we'll, we'll give it another go. Yeah. Thank you so much, Steve. Take care. Have a wonderful night. Thank, thank you, Daniel. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my God. There he was. There he is, and there he was. The incredible Steve Patrick Adams. There he goes. And here comes a break that we have to get to before the end of the show. Because it was just too exciting to talk to him. It, that was too fun. It was too fun to talk to him. So now we're going to hear a break, an ad, promo, and we'll be right back with a tiny bit left of Advice by the Place right after this. Stay tuned to CJLO 1690, Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to noon for Montreal's most diversified gospel show. 
Gospel Unlimited. Join Ray, Tanisha, and Curtis as they take you on a musical journey and share stimulating conversations along the way. Don't miss it. Saturday mornings, 10 to noon. Gospel Unlimited. This is Alaska from Yamantaka Sonic Titan, and you're listening to CJLO, Concordia's Underground Radio. At Cinema Public, we offer a theatrical program made up of local films and international new releases, classics and little-known nuggets, as well as short films and family screenings. Our tickets are among the cheapest in Montreal, $10 for a regular entry or $8 for students, children, and seniors. We also offer six-ticket movie cars for even more savings. Come see us at Casa d'Italia, just across from John Tolo Metro, and visit cinemapublic.ca to discover our programming. Le Cinema Public for a lively cinema. Today on Meditation with Steve, we're going to meditate our way through a flight. Ideally, we'd all just drive from place to place in our Hyundai accent, but occasionally, we do have to board a plane. Start by focusing on your feet. Let your foot relax and turn into a pile of creamy coleslaw. Not a vinegar base, but a cream one. Do this for your knees and shoulders too. Once you're pretty much a big pile of relaxed coleslaw, it's time to acknowledge your fears of flying. Here are some common fears. The wings will break off. The plane will catch fire. People on this flight hate me more than I hate them. My Hyundai got stuck to the back of the plane and is hitting the world's tallest towers. The pilot turned into creamy coleslaw because they were nervous and meditated. The important thing to remember is that the majority of these fears aren't even true. Let your mind pass from these fears to other thoughts, like the ocean and the beach. Focus on your knees, your elbows, your forehead, coleslaw baby, and we're back. The plane has safely landed. And that's the end of this meditation. Please remember as always, Breathe in and out. See you in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. CJLO 1690. We're back with a tiny bit left more show. Advice by the fireplace. That was Steve Patrick Adams in a guided meditation that he does. Look look them up. He was doing things during the pandemic. During lockdown. He has so many good clips on YouTube. Go see him live. One of the funniest people. One of the funniest people. Speaking of people. I have people to thank. By the way, people are people. As a certain... Mode? No, no, no. Depeche Mode? I don't know who's saying that. I do usually, but I'm having a... (laughs) And I forgot the word for it. So, folks, I want to say thank you to everybody here at CJLO who's ever helped be part of this show. Everybody in the main offices of CJLO, thank you so much. And I want to thank Corey Gandal for his theme music that we play each and every week. 
and I jam out to it here in the studio. I play the opening song and I rock my head back and forth. I get dizzy. That's why the first two minutes of the show I'm almost vomiting. Because I'm dizzy from all the head banging. So thank you, Corey. And most of all, I want to thank each and every one of you, okay? For listening. Each and every week. We got some big shows coming up. We got one more next week. I mean, we have a lot, but next week is the episode 49. I looked it up. And then the week after that, our big 50th anniversary episode show. So who knows what we're going to do? You know I love to celebrate. And then two days after, I mean, two episodes after that, it's 52. So it's the year anniversary, which is different. So we celebrate every single way we can here at the show. So I hope you come back, you listen next week, and the week after that, and the week after that, and the week after that. And then we're going to take a week break. But then I hope you listen to that the week after that. Thank you for being a part of this show. A part of my soul. I love you. I respect you. I hope you are happy this week. And I will see you soon. Take care, everyone. Caring is sharing. Your heart's desires in conversations by the fire With Delilah Karen We'll see you next time